And I was like, I think I'm going to look into the satanic temple. And so I looked, it's free to join. So I did, <laughs> but I did also pay, um, $50 to get, uh, my satanic mug. It was hand thrown too. It that's was so much, that's so much more worth it because you know, we love a mug. Living glam, living rough, living with Jonathan and Katie. Welcome, Welcome to, to Living, living with, with Jonathan, Jonathan and Katie. Katie. I'm Katie French, and I am currently possessed. I'm Jonathan Sertharal, and I've been poisoned, but nothing's happening. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. Um, Welcome anyways. to the new episode. Yeah. I do think I would be one of your friends that if you tried to poison me for the life insurance policy that you took out on my life, even yeah. though you didn't tell me about it. I would be like so into what I was talking about that <laughs> the poison wouldn't even affect me. And you'd be like, what the fuck? And it would actually kill me because you'd be talking for so long yeah. and you'd be like, and so anyway, and that's season two of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I'd be like, oh my God. Um, wow. What a fun episode we have today, guys. It's a new year, new demons. Apps, um, new demons, new possessions, yes. new, uh, new different things. We have a new spells. Satanist on. You guys, a real live Satanist. We have one we know one yes dennis ricardo we've known him for years he lives in my closet (laughs) yes he um no he's very much out of the closet he's queer chicanx satanist um comedian uh academic uh online content creator um he's wonderful this episode was one of my favorites it was truly pleasurable talking to him enlightening yeah we talk about um, him being a Satanist, a member of the Satanic Temple, which is different than the Church of Satan, as we learned. Um, and it was just a fascinating look at everything you thought you knew about Satan. Um, and it turns out, Satan, she's actually a really cool chick. She's a really cool guy. We were really so great. mean to her first year. Like, yeah. in homeroom, we were so mean to her, but she's really cool now. All, all just because she, you know, wore black lipstick and yeah. then hooves. It's Girl. like, actually, she was, like, cool. Like, that's hot now, and she was just a pioneer of fashion. Yeah. Um, but honestly, like, the, the it's not what you guys think. We're not, like... You know, like, we're not trying to, like, make you, like, turn to the <laughs> Like, we're not doing that. We're, it, it's just something that we've always wanted to to know about and talk about. Like, the, the tenants that he was talking about in the episode, which you guys are about to hear, were just, like, beautiful human tenants of acceptance and yeah. love. You know, me and Katie have our own um, religion. We're not well, it in, it inspired us. Well, knowing that there's a satanic temple and a church of Satan, yes. I think in any good competitive marketplace, there should be at least, at least three companies. Yes. So I was inspired to start our own satanic cult. Yes. And oh, what it's called the Fullerton Academy <laughs> of Slutcraft and Bitchery. <laughs> And it's all about embracing sluts, sluts and sluttiness. And using bitchery to empower yourself. Exactly. Because everyone is either a slut or wants to be a slut. Yeah. And there's nothing sadder than someone who wants to be a slut. <laughs> Just be the slut. You know? Don't think the slut. Be the slut. Yeah. Like, you, if you're a fan of ours, you're a slut. Yeah. And that's great. And, and we we're, love it. we're even bigger sluts. Do you... Okay. So, in our new satanic cult, um, first of all, what... How does how do people get into it? Uh, our our new slut tenant cult. Yeah. Um, they, I say they have to leave one mean comment on an old Britney Spears video. Or no, I want it to be mean, but to somebody who is trying to troll her. 
That's perfect. Yeah. You know, or it can be on another corresponding diva who's had Vegas residencies. Yes, exactly. Uh, But if they haven't had Vegas residencies, I'm sorry, but that is not applicable. Yeah. Only equal to or greater than a Vegas residency. (laughs) You also have to go to a place like the Glendale Galleria, the Paseo, the Santa Ana Mall. Do they have a mall? The the Block at Orange. Yeah. Okay. You have to go to one of those places and honestly just say, well, you know what? I'm a slut. And you have to say that out loud and proud. (laughs) And we need uh, footage of it. Absolutely. Footage or recording. Yeah, you, know? you um, do have to um, shoplift three pallets from Sephora for us, yes. and you have to. This is the real test. You have to shoplift a pallet that is a correct skin tone for both Jonathan, one for Jonathan, one for me, and that's a test. That is a test yeah. because, as Katie will tell you, she thinks we're the same skin tone. <laughs> and what, did we ever tell that story, the yellow line story? Um, no, I think it's that you thought, or I was. Well, first of all, it started with me getting the wrong foundation color, and you thinking that you could wear it. No. no? Okay. Okay. This is what it was. Okay. She. Okay. Rihanna. Okay. This was the time. Okay. We're going back. Rihanna was, had just released Fenty. It was 2017. Okay. And Katie, we were all in a dark place. Katie got a medium. Now, if you've ever seen Katie, <laughs> medium skin tone is not exactly what you would think. She's not giving you a Nelly Furtado or a Selma Hayek. That's not Which, what by she's the way, giving. they swatched me in store, so they were trying to sabotage me. Absolutely. I mean, also, a lot of those people don't know anything about makeup. Okay. A lot of the Sephora people. Okay. I do think MAC is better for people who know about makeup. But anyways, um... They gave her this foundation and we were in the like dusty 1930s yellow light of your apartment. So in that light, everyone looks like one race. Black people, Asian people, Latino people, Middle Eastern people, white people. We all just look like a dusty yellow. Like that's what it is. So Katie, very offensively, uh, swatched. uh, We were like swatching the foundation and she was like, look, we're literally the same foundation color. That's how white you are. That is what you said. You said, that's how white you are. We're the same foundation color. And I said, I don't think we are. Cut to a day or two later, we were going to go on a hike. And it was like midday, like 2 p.m. Bright sun, yeah. Yeah. You come out wearing this foundation that you think is your color, that you think that you're medium, and you think that we're the same skin color, which we're not, which I'm very light, but I am I am a true medium. I'm olive skinned. Like that, I, I could wear the medium. You come out in full yellow face. <laughs> well, my favorite is that I come out and then you go, I'm not even saying this to be mean, but right. did you purposely not blend your foundation? <laughs> it was full pancake yellow face. It was like you, it was like you were a Filipino full woman in the face. face and then suddenly like a white woman on the neck. It was so crazy. We it was like on... I did a Mrs. Doubtfire, like when she like puts her face into frosting yes. and came away from it. And other people confirmed it, even Rachel Friedland, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, now... Of course, I could. I, I ended up getting that makeup because I was using it for my drag faces that I like to do as a hobby. Because of course, for drag, it doesn't even matter what your skin tone is because yeah. you're putting on so much makeup. It really doesn't matter what you're doing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was the. So if he who shall bring us the right shades of makeup. Yes. That actually would be like we'd met Satan himself. Yeah. That's how we know Satan always knows your skin color. You need to bring me the right medium. Yeah. Remember I have witch undertones very yes. much like Liz Lemon, <laughs> olive, green, gray, brown undertones, the color of olives, brown, yeah. think of a corpse, green and gray. Think of a corpse and then go a little tanner. Think of deli olives. <laughs> and that is honestly the bet. Honestly, the best BB cream color match to me was this BB cream, right? And it was for boys. And it was called Deli Olive. It was called Deli Olive. (laughs) Um, No, no, no. It was a medium. It was a light medium, Mm -hmm. which is what I am. And it had 
an olive undertone and and it was it said like olive undertone and it literally had a gray green brown undertone put it on legit looked exactly like my skin because i when we were watching our web series back remember i was like i do have witch undertones i (laughs) i i have i have a mixture of brown gray and green (laughs) undertones but honestly and i'm a pink i'm like i'm a pinky peachy rose yeah golden you're like a little slapped ass that's what your (laughs) that's what your undertones are that's how they color match me (laughs) yeah you're like a a freshly slapped ass yeah oh my god Okay, what other tenets would we have? <laughs> okay. Um, you got to get your hormones checked because horniness is mandatory. <laughs> um, if you are asexual, that's fine, but you got to be horny for something That's fine, else. but you, you can be a secretary, but you can't be a member. <laughs> no, 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 you can be a member, but you have to be horny for something else. So if like okay. you're not into sex, you got to be horny for flowers or something. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, I also think that um, we do need a, uh, we need to charge them something. Um, I think it's the, what do you think it should be? I think it's the head of three of our enemies. Perfect. Name those enemies now. <laughs> yeah. And if you can't name them, you're out. Yeah. Then you're out. Then you were never meant to be in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you also need to know how to effectively overdraw our lips. <laughs> Very important to be. I part. thought you were going to say effectively overdraw my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be more on brand for that me. That is very true. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then also you have to bring us a cute mug and we'll decide if it's cute. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can maybe come to our quarterly rituals. They are um in tampa <laughs> right as you know the coven meets in tampa twice a year yeah that's where our conventions <laughs> and are. we all get our hair braided yeah like um we do you know like white like christina aguilera yeah stripped era braids well, it's honestly all about seashells. money it's not even ritualistic it's all about money in tampa in, in the state of florida yeah. you can pay with alligator teeth it's much more economical <laughs> well guys we hope you'll join our coven um please tweet at us you know let us know how you're feeling and truly enjoy this episode it's a very fun one very educational very informative and very different um it's not something that you usually hear on most podcasts so yeah. we love you guys enjoy it's a beautiful day here at the state capitol Great day to be a Satanist. I believe it and I'm very excited about it. And we're back. And today our guest is online comedian, academic, content creator, Dennis Ricardo. How are Hi, you, Dennis? Hey, Hi, folks. Welcome. <laughs> welcome, Dennis. I'm, I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. We, I mean, Dennis, when did we, I feel like we met we years met, ago, Chatterbox. at Chatterbox. And then I, uh, shortly after that, I started doing comedy, um, just on a whim, mm-hmm. I started going to Chatterbox and a couple different open mics, and um, no one liked any of my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's, it's an open it's, mic, it's an so open mic. it's part of yeah. the course, yeah. yeah. Cool. And then I, you know, I just like weirdly enough got to meet a lot of like, you know, local uh, comedians. Uh, but yeah, I, I did comedy for like a year and a half, two years. Um, I got out of it, um, and uh, it, it, I, I don't have a car. So it's very hard to do comedy otherwise. Yeah. And uh, a lot of weird life circumstances happened. And now I'm in uh, North Orange County. Shout um, out. Shout out. Hey, bitches. Mm-hmm. La Habra. Oh, yeah. As it's called uh, by the locals in Orange County, Guadalajara, which is only. <laughs> that is true. And it's <laughs> because hilarious. because there are Mexicans there, unlike any other part of yeah. Orange County other than Santa Ana. It is, like, gorgeous. It's very clean. It has one of the lowest crime rates in Orange County. One of the lowest. Like, fucking, like, uh, like Anaheim Hills or something has, like, a higher crime rate. 
So it's only called that because the Mexicans live there. <laughs> yeah. That is crazy. Did you used to go to La Habra to like hang out? Well, La Habra had my, no, but La Habra had, um, they have the, the best the... volleyball team. Like they're like known, like in Orange County, like for women's volleyball, they were like the hardest ones to beat. We could never beat them. And like the La Habra bitches. Literally. The La Habra bitches. Literally <laughs> every season, like if there were to be like a, the big game this season, it was always La Habra. And like even in practice, our, our coach could be like, are you ready for La Habra or what? <laughs> and you would go to the North Gate and you would get some awas yeah i would love it mm-hmm. but that thing is very um that is just such like a white racist thing to do of like it's a perfectly beautiful neighborhood but because like mm-hmm. people of color living there they think of it as lower. right it's yeah it's nicer than like covina like i grew up in azusa and covina mm-hmm. and it's way like i feel way safer in la habra than i ever would in covina right. like i've been uh harassed on the streets of covina in downtown covina too which is a very nice little place yeah it's very yeah. stars hollowy almost yeah but i like i've been called like you know like faggot and maricon and stuff like yeah it in uh in covina but never in like la habra so whatever i i still i the fact that it's orange county though i still want to get out <laughs> right. they used to do that in Rock. i mean i used to like go to this like private christian school in pasadena and it was like a weird convergence of like kids who they they're going there because their parents could easily afford it and kids who were like middle class to where their parents took out like a second mortgage in order for them to like go there mm-hmm. right so then when someone like my rich friends parents would drive me back to Eagle Rock which is majority Mexican and Filipino but it's like a middle class neighborhood it's yeah. nice they would refer to it as like the ghetto in like an endearing way i guess they thought but my dad would get so offended because he's from the projects he's like this is not ghetto yeah but we want to get into how from from the time that around we met during comedy when you were doing mm-hmm. open mics to now you're a member of the satanic temple yes how, how did that come about what is your path to say is it satanism i am a satanist right. a gay sorry, satanist mo- sorry, which <laughs> is that redundant <laughs> no, no yeah like Very white stylish she has a great hoodie on <laughs> yeah. made out of re- really nice material it's cotton, cotton. Go. <laughs> no because it's light it doesn't look oh wait it's a t-shirt over the, yeah it's a t-shirt oh, but... over a over a t-shirt great go. it's it's cold in la which means it's like 60 degrees <laughs> right well it is so we're living in hell layers. so it's fine <laughs> um we know but from the beginning of this podcast we wanted to talk to interesting people with interesting stories mm-hmm. or stuff and we have yes. like for literally maybe two three years wanted to talk to a satanist right truly deeply um and i saw on your instagram you had posted i think that card or a card similar to that right right and i was like oh my god i do i know a satanist that's <laughs> it's absolutely like, it's thrilling so, it's thrilling so growing up <laughs> before we get to this journey of how you got there growing up what was your experience religiously yeah so uh i grew up catholic i'm actually a fully confirmed catholic um went through all sacraments uh all my sacraments except for like marriage and uh you know or the priesthood right got all of those sacraments there's seven sacraments and don't remember all of them but uh we grew up catholic and um we went to this little church in Azusa called St. Francis of Rome, um, still there. Uh, and uh, we were very religious. Um, I honestly believe we were pretty religious because my mom and dad's relationship was always very rocky. And I think mm. my mom needed something. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's still very religious now, although she's no longer a member of the Catholic Church and she is no longer with my dad. But... My dad had cheated on her multiple times and like had come back, but because she was even, she, we already were Catholic already before we got like super into it. Um, but because you know, the 
she has a high school education. She doesn't like, right. she, even though she like would go to like, you know, therapy and things like that, she would like still go to the church and, you know, their advice was, you know, bring the family in. Right. And so we, we were very, very religious. And um, it also didn't help that uh, growing up, I had a bone disease. It's, uh, it's called osteopenia. Um, I grew out of it. It's something, it, it's a very rare thing where it basically is like osteoporosis, but it's juvenile. Mm. Um, and it's, uh, it, it, it really did take a toll on my like physical health. Uh, like I gained a lot of weight. What's the main like symptom? Like, does it ache? Like, what does it feel like? What it's, happens? It's, um, it, just like anyone. Thinning of the bones. Yeah. It's just your thinning of the bones. Uh, it was intense back pain that I had, like oh. very intense back pain. So we went to get x-rays and um, when the x-rays came back, the tech, uh, the technician was like, oh, you sent me the wrong x-rays. Oh, whoa. And then they like did them again and they're like, oh no. Because they're like, these are like, you know, you know, a 70 year old woman's bones. Wow. Like, yeah. So it was like, it, like, and it happened out of nowhere. We don't, we still don't know what happened. Um, it, it usually is hormonal. It, uh, of course, it's hormonal because it deals with, like, your your bone density. Right. Um, but uh, it could be brought on by anything. It could just be by chance. Um, it happens, apparently, in some folks uh, who use inhalers. Um, and it's caused by st- uh, steroids because an mm. inhaler is a type of steroid. Um, so it could be anything. But because of that, we, like, you know, we would go to church very often. We would pray for a cure. We'd, mm. you know, my, uh, we would still go to the doctor. My... Uh, and that's one thing about the Catholic Church that I, I, I have a lot of issues with the Catholic Church. But this one thing is like they're they're still very like scientifically minded in a way where they're like, okay, you can, they're like, yeah, come to church, we will pray for you, but listen to what your doctor says. Your priest will always tell you like, if your priest is telling you like to stop going to the doctor, they're not doing what the church asks them to do. Mm. Um, if like your priest even tells you to stop going to like your psychologist or your psychiatrist, they're not doing what the church asks them to because, um, they are for weirdly enough, always been very scientifically minded. Like the, the guy who in, uh, invented the theory, the, the theory of the big bang was a, uh, was a priest. He, uh, and the, uh, the father of, uh, genetics, uh, Gregor Mendel, uh, he, was also uh he was a franciscan monk or something like that he was Mm -hmm. a monk or something so they've always been very like very much like saying like okay you gotta like gotta go to the doctor but if you come here we'll pray for you so we did that we did that a lot can i can i ask something i hate to be the devil's advocate but (laughs) ding can i just start the counter (laughs) of the same funds do you think that's a um something that came about more in the modern era uh for like liability issues for the church or do you think they there is a thread of kind of like enlightened thinking in the catholic church that's not talked about as much I think it's uh, the second thing. It's the Catholic Church has gone through quite a bit of enlightened thinking. There's like been a lot of great thinkers who were Catholic. Uh, I know it seems odd, but um, uh, yeah, it's just something that they never really, um, really talked about. Um, but uh, you know, uh, quite a bit of scientists have been like you know Catholic, and uh, there actually isn't anything like against Catholicism to like actually believe in things or like to understand and study things like evolution or like astrophysics or things like that. The Catholic Church is very, very 
uh, tolerable of those things. Um, mm. I think even the the latest pope said that you know God doesn't have a magic wand. He like like he didn't just invent uh, Adam. And I was like, okay, but like, but he could do like miracle. Like, doesn't matter. Yeah, there's yeah. a little bit of discrepancy with and that one. Kill Galileo. You'll do anything to say Galileo. <laughs> I know. <laughs> She's about to break into a queen song right now. Galileo. <laughs> mm. Okay, yep. but this is very interesting because you are a Satanist. I am a Satanist. Who, yeah. who is saying some, who is kind of who is opening who is, up my mind. I'm a Catholic. Yeah. I did four sacraments. and You I, did get married. I yeah. did. <laughs> okay. Maybe three. I don't know. I went all the way. What? What is? Confirmation. What is confirmation? Is that That's the third? That's your third. Because okay, then I did three. Okay. Then I did three. I didn't do <laughs> yeah. four. Because what's after that? Um, marriage. Marriage. I did do that. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I... Uh, you you're kind of um, enlightening us on something mm-hmm. that I didn't even know about the Catholic Church, right? Uh, the and you're that's a nice thing to say about them. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. The, yeah, the Catholic Church also is very good at being like synchronistic with uh, local pagan religions. Uh, as you oh, yeah. might know, like growing up like a Mexican Catholic, it, we do it, yeah. we do things a little bit different than other Catholics. Yes, like yes. Um, like the uh, Novenario and things like that. Yeah. That's something that like Mexican and Filipino Catholics do, but no one else does, and it's right. it's based off indigenous beliefs of you know praying for a soul after it's uh, you know left to heaven. It's it's an old yeah. it's an old Indian thing to do. Even the even La Virgen is usually in the form of an indigenous woman, or, right? She's or the other los muertos. Yeah, mm-hmm. like so, uh, but I I also was like I fully bought into it. I because I I wanted to get better. But not only mm. that, I wanted to not be gay. Mm. <laughs> Got it. And because, you know, you're told a lot of things. Um, and uh, being gay is like one of those bad things that you're yeah. supposed to be. Right. So um, I, you know, I really, really tried hard to not be gay. <laughs> and it's like going going back and looking at it, I like, it's not like a happy time. I was also like, I also um, am bipolar and I was being treated for that too. But it just like, there was just so much going on. It was like this bone disease, being bipolar, being gay, being Catholic. It's all like kind of like a perfect storm for someone who's like, you know, just about to break. And quite a few times did I as a teenager. Uh, did you start bipolar treatment as a minor or as an adult? As a minor. Oh, okay. Yeah, my mom, again, uh, it, it's weird. My um, my mom has always been very much for uh, psychological and psychiatric treatment, which I'm, I'm glad uh, things would have been much, much worse if I had only the church to rely on. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, at one point, like, I finally, I came out and I came out to my parents at, like, 14 or 15 that is so young wow yeah and i because i couldn't handle it anymore yeah and i think they like they had pressed me on it and it's like all right like yeah that's did it they, did, by pressing you they they straight they, up asked you are you gay yeah and uh the the thing is like i my mom was much more understanding um you know she uh like went to school to be a hairdresser and never finished because she had a kid not me, my older, my, my older sister, but you know, she knew gay men. And she, so she's like, okay. you know, yeah. she's one of those. She's, yeah. she's a Judy. <laughs> yeah. She's someone's Judy. Probably. That's great. You know, she's very, like, are you my new gay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, my, like, Tell me yeah. <laughs> but my, my dad, very old school, um, Mexican did not have very positive experiences with, um, 
gay people. Right. And even in his family, there are there were two uncles of his who died from complications of AIDS that we don't talk about. Oh, right. wow. The thing is, though, even though my mom was like, okay with it, she's like, well, you're going to hell. You're going to go to hell if right. you're <laughs> if you're gay. So like, mm. if, if you act on it. So so uh, I actually went through conversion therapy. <gasps> I think this is actually the first time I'm publicly talking about it. So wow. congratulations. You all got the scoop. <gasps> Eventually, I will talk about it on my YouTube channel, uh, but very uh, in a much more broader sense, because my conversion therapy was... Uh, weirdly enough, despite being very traditional and Catholic, um, is not what you typically think of conversion therapy. You hear like horror stories about people going through like this psychological trauma, being like, uh, you know, like hooked up to like like electrodes and things like yeah. that. And my heart goes out for those people. I feel very, very like bad for you know my my queer uh, brothers, sisters, and non-binary siblings for all these things that they had to go through. Mine was one-on-one with the oldest priest at St. Francis of Rome, Father Rock, <laughs> talking um, to me. <laughs> Literally to me, it's because they're like, we're going to put you with a really gross old man, and then that will make you not attracted to him. <laughs> but I, it I, sounds like a gay porn. Like, you're going to go visit Father Rock. Yeah. to... <laughs> you know get this sin all out of you, you know? <laughs> he's uh he's an extremely old and apparently he's still there okay and uh i i only vaguely remember these uh just because i kind of tuned them out but i remember just sitting there very angry at like this old man who was telling me like what you're experiencing isn't real oh. like you don't actually like you know everyone nowadays is like you know gay or bisexual or trisexual like, trisexual what the fuck <laughs> But, oh, honey, I'll try anything. Oh, honey. Samantha, Jones. Samantha Jones is the only trisexual ever identified. It was just these, like, what were essentially, like, therapy sessions, but I wasn't saying anything. It was all Father Rock just telling me that what I was experiencing was not real. I was influenced by the devil. Mm. Like, And you were not talking or talking yeah, about not, your feelings? No, nothing. Okay. Now, when it, just really quick, how you got there, like, you told your parents you were out, and then your mom was like, okay, let's talk to the priest, and we'll, we're going to put you here. Or you're going to go through this Right. Program. I was actually going through, I was going to actual therapy too at the same time. How long did you go to conversion therapy? It was um, three sessions okay. of conversion therapy. Again, this is like, my heart goes out to the people who go through like but, yeah. much, much worse things. Yeah. This was, in comparison, nothing like that. Certainly it was like demeaning. And yeah, of course. I after like learning more about other people's conversion therapy, I just, I, I hesitate to say that it was anything like major. It was, but regardless, it's like, you know, it's still, you you don't want to, you don't want to compare, you don't want to compare your own traumas to other people's because it's my favorite. And his is always worse. (laughs) It it invalidates. No, sure. It invalidates like what you went through and what I went through was conversion therapy, like plain and simple. Um, this wasn't easy for my mom either, because she had to realize that, you know, the things that she had thought that I was going to do, like the successes that I would have, the children that I would have, mm, the her vision know, of her life, yeah, right? the 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 woman that I would marry, the you know, or like the the priest that I would become, uh, like she had to she had to reconcile that. She had to say, oh, I like. I had these expectations of my child and it hurt her mm. that she had these expectations and that, you know, these expectations were lost. And so she also was going through therapy at the time too. So very good. And she worked through that with her therapist. Um, and uh, we've come to an understanding that, uh, you know, 
those were some harsh times yeah. but we haven't talked about the conversion therapy thing mm. and uh you know i've for the most part have forgiven my mom about all of these things and one day it'll come up i'm pretty sure and we'll we'll talk about it but i'm i'm very willing to forgive her for this because she didn't know what to do right like honestly she was like at her wits end she was in this like loveless marriage my dad was cheating on her um you know and everyone knew everyone knew that my dad was cheating on her except for my mom okay so you ultimately became an adult and you said you made the decision to leave the church right so by the time i was an an adult in the church i was 16 or 17 something around there but you know the catholic church was a very huge part of my life i like i went on retreats i like i literally was deep in it like we did like um like you know we even like did things like we would, like speak in tongues and things like that and mm-hmm. like a weird thing that the catholic church doesn't seem like it's all into but it it's a it, it is yeah. <laughs> at least saint francis rome did did they throw snakes at you no <laughs> so no no revivalist stuff like okay. that so I That's um, usually my classic first date. Right. <laughs> throw a snake at him. <laughs> like, um, you get bit, you were never meant to yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but on. it's uh, so I, I kind of had this like this void mm-hmm. where I was like like I had this spiritual void. And I was like, oh wow. Like I do feel kind of empty. So I, you know, at that age was trying to figure out a couple of different things. Were you in college at this time? No, no, no. I was still in high school. Oh, 16, 17. Uh-huh. Got it, got it. So I, um, you know, I started looking into uh, other religions. I um, I looked into things like uh, like neo paganism, and you know, I even had like a deck of tarot cards and things like that. I was looking into like these like new age stuff, like Buddhism, Hinduism, all these different things. So I, uh, it kind of sparked my interest in like learning about uh, religions too. And so I've done quite a bit of that on a more academic level since then. But um, nothing felt quite right. Like, because um, when you're Catholic, you're taught that that's the original church, or at least it's the closest to it, other than like Gnosticism or something. And there's no like organized Gnostics or anything. So it's the closest to the original church. And so I was used to, so used to being like, like there were like, I was even looking into like LGBT friendly Christian denominations mm-hmm. and like, but I was like, so why do you choose to just ignore this one part that like clearly says in the Bible that you stone gay people? Oh yeah. Like why is it then the rest is flawless? Like you are just okay with everything else? And I was like, that just doesn't make any sense to me. And then like neo-paganism didn't really like, cause it involves like magic and stuff. And I'm like, that's <laughs> not real though. And then I just never, um, I never bought into anything like Hinduism or Buddhism, although I, you know, I, I greatly appreciate a lot of things that I've learned from Buddhism. Um, I'm not myself a Buddhist. There's still some like spiritual stuff there that I'm like, eh, but like a lot of the teachings and things um, seem perfectly fine. Very, very normal stuff. And so, you know, I was very, very like militantly atheist, like when I was like, an annoying teenager. I feel like, like every teen goes through that phase. You're, you're probably right. Like a lot of teens and like young adults go through this. Um, I've since like backed off. I I now understand the uh, the importance of like spirituality to a lot of people. It does bring a lot yeah. of people, you know, a lot of hope in things. I'm the same way. I used to be vehemently atheist and very like really? everyone's a fucking idiot and like you're stupid. But now I'm like whatever. But it's because I was raised pagan. That's a whole other world. <laughs> but anyway, so are you going to interview yourself for yeah. the podcast? Yeah, so. basically. Honestly, um, we do need to get like 
one of your like an ancestors, yeah. like a like an actual witch on. Yeah. Yeah. But I so I uh, I since then, like I've said, I've backed off. I understand, and there's a lot of like political nuances to religion, so it's not as easy to write off as it seems. Yeah. Um, because it literally has molded history. Like the where we are now today is highly, highly impacted by um, the uh, modern Christian church. Mm-hmm. Um, right. uh, and I mean that politically. Like yeah. right. the, this, yeah. the very situations that we are living in right now with like, you know, potential war with Iran and things yeah. are very, very much like, you know, Mike Pompeo literally believes that um, there needs to be a, uh, you know, a nuclear war in the Middle East in order to bring the rapture. Right. These are the people that are running our government. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you you need to understand that it's a lot more nuanced than just be like, oh, God's not real. Like, right. It 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 can be something as like dramatic as you know, there needs to be nuclear war in the Middle East so we can all die and go to heaven, right. or it could be like, you know, this brings me comfort. Right. Right. So. So and we're lucky that we have the morons who are like, no, we need to in- more. We need yeah. to instigate the rapture. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, to, no, yeah. for sure. They're we're lucky that in- those are the ones that are <laughs> yeah. in power. Yeah. yeah, it it makes for an exciting <laughs> yes, <day>. especially <laughs> nowadays because my brother is in the navy and so oh, my fuck. mom is on a razor's edge oh, all the time. As a Trump voter, I'm pretty sure she oh, is just like morbidly like upset (laughs) can we sidebar for a little bit and talk about like mexican americans specifically mexican americans who are conservative and and voted for trump oh yeah because they're very fascinating to me i'm related to some of them yeah um was your mom always a conservative did she turn that way she turned that way after divorcing my dad and dating and eventually marrying the man that she is married to now she became very conservative um although you know it she's She's kind of like this old school Republican where it's very like, you know, I don't need big government. But then like, just like an old school Republican is like, but man, I certainly do love war. (laughs) Does she, have you ever brought up, um, you know, how you feel about her being Republican and you being gay and then also you both being Latino? Like she, well, the thing is my mom, I, I am the one in the family, the sole one in the family who has like gone back to the roots. Okay. I, I've, uh, I hate to use the phrase, but I've gone feral. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you know, I'm the one who looked back and like, because uh, I'm pretty much the only, uh, you know, non-conservative one in the family. Uh, what generation, um, this, this, what generation are you? We are like seventh. See, that's the thing. That's always the difference. Th- where... I have noticed that it's usually beyond second generation where you start mm-hmm. to get Mexican Americans who will veer Republican or conservative in mm-hmm. some way. No, yeah, know? with my family, the border literally has changed with us. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. my yeah. the some of the I I had to look back, um, and I I'm glad that uh, you know I don't have to like say this, but my my the some of the first records of my family uh, seem to maybe date back to the Civil War. Possibly were, fighting, were fighting for the California? South. No, no, in Ooh. Texas. In Texas. Yes. Wait, so were they Mexican Americans who were here when it was Mexico and before yes. that? That's my dad's side. Yeah. All my dad's side are Mexican Americans who have been here since it was Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. See, so 
there's like there's a chance that my family fought for the Confederates. There's a chance there isn't. Wow. It's wow. hard to say because these records, I have to actually pay for them. And I'm like, that's my family's name on there. Like, I shouldn't have to pay for this. Like, that's really that's really fucked wow. up Mormon church. Oh, and yeah. it's interesting because, yeah, because you guys, you come from Texas Mexican-Americans. Right. So that, that that's, even throws in another wrench. That, that's my dad's mm-hmm. side. My mom's side has... Uh, more recently uh, immigrated to oh, okay. America. But that's oh, so maybe like yeah. when the, maybe within the last like 150 years or so. Oh, got it. My, like my, my mom's side of the family, uh, her, her mother uh, literally were like orange pickers. Wow. And Azusa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my, my grandpa was rich because he like was in El Monte and had a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And my dad's side potentially fought for the South. Wow. <laughs> I've always been, um, interested about the conser- the weird like streak of conservatism that runs right. through a minority it's- but a large minority of latinos M- like my sisters they're ha- they're half sisters so like my dad's like third generation right my mom is from mexico so my sisters both their parents are immigrants from mexico and two of my sisters are conservative and i'm like that is so weird you guys are first generation mm-hmm. and you're you you they switched they had a moment and it was a traumatic moment in their lives that made them go to being republican and conservative right it's 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 it, very odd I, the weird thing is though my mom complains about liberals a lot and i do too because I'm a communist. I'm on here, not, I'm your satanic communist <laughs> faggot that, you know, your pastor warned you about. Yeah. But so, like, my mom and her husband will compa- complain about liberals a lot. And I was like, I have a lot of the same complaints. And I was like, but we want to go about this very yeah. differently. Where right. you're like, well, we got to get them out and, like, bring in, like, a lot more money. It's like, no, we got to get them out and roll out those guillotines and chop all your heads off. <laughs> I'm joking about that part. <laughs> Holy fuck. Do you do you think that this like veer in conservatism in Mexican Americans, but specifically your family, do you think it do you, have you perceived it as like a weird aspiration to maybe like achieve whiteness? For my mom, yes. She grew up in Covina at a time where like my mom doesn't speak Spanish. I speak the most Spanish in my family other than my uh, my nephew who has a Colombian dad. Got who it. speaks fluent Spanish. Right. And my, my nephew speaks much better Spanish than me, even though right. he's only like five. Yeah. I learned Spanish in high school. Um, but my mom like grew up in Covina. Both of her parents speak Spanish, but we're like, we're not teaching them Spanish because yeah. they get bullied. Because uh, my grandparents were bullied for like, and like, you know, didn't get job opportunities and had to be working class people. Right. Um, so... In, in the hopes and aspirations that they might become something. Right, like Spanish and, was something that was separating you uh-huh. from Americanness, from whiteness, uh-huh. so you needed to and, eliminate it. But now Covina is a very integrated city. At the time, it wasn't. And right. now my mom is kind of denied a lot of jobs because she doesn't know Spanish, and she's very upset about Hilarious. it. Hilarious. Wow. I know. Wow. <laughs> I mean, she's still got her job at the district. She's doing just fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I have no idea why I'm the... You know the black sheep of the family. Yeah, uh, but the, but I am. I do have a theory because me. Not and the black sheep, the dark lord. The, the dark lord of the family. Me and, me and Katie talk about this. Like there, we we joke about it, but I do actually agree with this. Like there is this thing about like I think of as like ancestral vengeance and stuff. Oh where yeah. I do think that there's certain things genetically programmed to where if something is erased from culture, like let's say Spanish, there will be someone born who will rebirth that. Because it like it's like some kind of ancestral law I, that keeps certain things alive. I, I'm you know literally I mean? trying to learn Nahuatl. 
So yeah, like see, no, oh, that yeah. is yeah. truly uh-huh. ancestral, because, like, more deep, than Spanish. Deep yeah. inside me, there is like you know, there's a two spirit person like deep in deep yeah. in my blood somewhere, trying to come out and like avenge my ancestry yeah. somewhere. There, there's that. Let's yeah. right. go back to being Satanist. So, getting, right. yeah, so you were searching and exploring, and yeah. right, and so I and then I said, okay, fuck it. All of this just seems like it's not real. Yeah, and I still kind of hold that belief. I I don't believe in God. Um, I have taught myself enough and been to enough like science classes to understand the the ins and outs of like basic like biology and like you know evolution of evolutionary biology and how like you know the universe began and all this and that and i i understand that to be the most truthful the most accurate i should say that you're gonna get to Mm -hmm. in our state of knowledge Yeah. yeah and there are plenty of people who reconcile that with spirituality and that's perfectly fine too as long as you my my whole idea is that like as long as your spirituality is not getting in the way of other people's rights, then we're good. Oh, good, yeah. Um, which is kind of what led me to the Satanic Temple. Yeah. Good segue. There you go. <laughs> so, at what age did you even did this idea even come into your mind? And was it was it like a banner ad online or something? Like, how did you? Or see, did you honestly see that they were like cleaning up a park? Because that's something that this is why we wanted to get a Satanist on. We saw they were doing an Elysian Park um, trash cleanup, and I was like, kind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, oh, we need to get a Satanist on because they obviously, I was believing a lot of like media about it, and then when you would go into it, and they were like where where they were kind of like we almost perceived them as like trolls to society's norms almost like yeah. trolling the patriarchy trolling christianity oh exactly yeah. you know what i mean yeah and that like i had known about them for a while for quite a bit i didn't know that there was like a difference between the satanic temple and the church of satan mm-hmm. but the church of satan uh I, I looked into it a little bit more, maybe like within the last couple of years, I think two or three years. And I was like, oh shit, I hate this. Uh, the Church of Satan was founded in 1966 by Anton LaVey. Uh, and he, uh, like the Satanic Bible rips quite a bit of like stuff from Ayn Rand. Oh. Which, so it's a oh, lot of like individualism yeah. as a communist. I am very much against individualism. I'm very much for, you know, the community. So, was, and it also costs two hundred and twenty-five dollars to join the Church of Satan, and that's oh. where we're out. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh-huh. we're done. Capitalist pig, absolutely you not. Freaking capitalist goats. No, that's what we used to pay <laughs> Tina to film our web series, that's right? True. Almost three hundred. <laughs> we could have been the Church of Satan members instead. No, we would have been like, wait, does it? Are you going to film our reel? Because yeah. if you will do that, we'll pay that. But In LA, we'll do anything. Yeah. So it costs that much money. It costs okay. that much money. And they also very cheesily, we looked it up on Wikipedia. They went, they changed their headquarters from San Francisco to guess where? Hell's Kitchen in Manhattan. And we were like, that's on the nose. There's a certain amount of like literal spiritual spiritualism that is involved with it. And that just, I'm like, this is corny. That's dumb. Okay. So they were like actually too much of a church for you. Yeah. No, they honestly did. And then, yeah. so, but then you would hear about these other Satanists like who like would protest the uh, inclusion of like the Ten Commandments at a uh, at a you know city court building, or mm-hmm. um, you know would uh, fight to have um, a uh, uh, you know a, a satanic Christmas display, or have like a Satan club at a like a local high school to combat the the Bible club. Mm. I think the thing that really clinched it for me though to look into the Satanic Temple was um, they. Uh, we're going to set up a um, a monument to veterans. There was nothing 
about this that would ever say like say Satan to me. Mm. So there was um, uh, there was going to be a monument for veterans at this one park somewhere um, uh, that was going to include a cross. And so, uh, so the Satanic Temple went in and was like, okay, well, we have our own design for a monument. And it honestly sounds way better. It is just like a black cube with a, an overturned army helmet that you could put in like uh, offerings or prayers or, you know, like you know, like like pieces of fruit or something like, you know, mm. like you would at a shrine or something, you okay. know, like something yeah. or like you could leave a candle or something. Something that honestly seems much more inclusionary and therapeutic yeah. and therapeutic. Yeah. And then just and the aesthetic like, sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. It, it like it was completely more black. Meaningful. And yeah. it, so it sounded like. But the so what the uh, what that town decided to do was just scrap both of them. They're like, fuck it, no, nothing. Wow. So and that's what most towns do because they don't want to include any sort of like idea that they allowed Satan right. at all in this city. Yeah. And I was like, I think I'm going to look into the Satanic Temple. And so I looked. It's free to join. So I did. <laughs> but I did also pay um, fifty dollars to get uh, my Satanic mug. It was hand thrown too. It was that's so much. That's so much more worth it because you know we love a mug. And I also, love to l- support local artists. Yes. No. And, no. It was. Also, it was, look at our mug, uh, podcast listeners. Yeah. Okay. The 15 people who are listening. Yeah. Um, you cannot see, but we are drinking out of Katie's great mugs. She's yeah. drinking out of a pink leopard mug. I'm drinking out of this great purple, deep purple. Honestly, the same color purple as Elton John's Mercedes at the Peterson Automotive Museum. <laughs> and it says "baddest bitch." And then Dennis is drinking out of a very large mug that says moo but in this like artistic way that has a it's, cow it's, it's all a single line yeah yes and it's with that it's definitely that white girl like line what they, they call it lettering yes yes, yes when lettering. they mean calligraphy right but they call it lettering yeah um it's a very white girl i'm honestly living for it there's no milk in it at all no but but it's a big mug and yeah. that's what i like about mugs. it's a big mug big but yeah. this this and satan loves big, big mugs. mugs yeah <laughs> this mug is honestly beautiful it's a very dark it's like a royal blue okay. it has okay. um you know and it like uh like uh on a uh like terracotta uh like little slab like is put on it okay uh with uh you know baphomet it looks gorgeous. And that's and is the goat. Yeah, is the goat head guy. The, the goat guy. The goat queen. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's honestly beautiful. I can't remember the name of the artist who did it, but they're all hand-thrown. And so it's like, I paid $25 for that, and I paid $25. <laughs> Katie, you should I know who fucking this. Baphomet is. Her Instagram is I littered know. with her taking pictures <laughs> next to live goats. She literally is like, she literally is like, met my, ran into my ex today. Like, okay, so literally, who's who's yeah. literally the goat queen here? But it's literally because I'm a Capricorn. Oh. And that's why I it did I thought it was Satan. because we watched the witch and you wanted to live deliciously well both okay, but yeah cool. but i also paid 25 dollars to get um a satanic temple card <gasps> can we okay it, i okay. have to you guys we have to describe it okay. it's chic okay chic first of all first word you ever seen the black card american express honey this is the level okay <gasps> it's black it's gorgeous it has gold leafing Ooh. it has baphomet um it has his name in gold yeah there's moon crescents on it it says the satanic temple uh, of, officialis. Official Sodalis. Officialis Sodalis. Official in soda. Latin, <laughs> it's Latin. Um, it says his name and it says, wait, there's one other thing. Oh, MMX. Oh, that's the year you joined. Yeah. Oh, oh great. Oh, read some of the tenants. Okay, Katie. and now on the back we have. So the I, I, yes. here's, I don't agree with all these tenants. Okay. Although some of them have, I believe, changed. But uh, there's one tenant on there that's like, you have the right to offend and be offended. Well, I kind of agree with that. It's like, maybe let's not offend people. 
Interesting. Okay. Let's, okay. let's try and be cool with one another. Okay. But maybe that means like if what you're doing, like let's say being gay offends someone right. else. Like you've offended my, someone, but you didn't. Uh-huh. Yeah. My, my no. existence literally offends people. Exactly. Yeah. So. Like you have a right to exist. Right. You know? yeah. is, uh, maybe I could think of it that way. A little bit more like, thank you, John. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Truly, this is so gorgeous. Okay. So, um, so the big thing or step one is there's what, seven tenets? I believe so. A few so. tenets. Can you name all these or what should you, I read I them all? I have no fucking idea Okay. I'm, I'm going to read through them. Okay, number one. Now, guys, I mean, keep an open soul, right? Please keep an open mind. Yeah, keep an open mind. No, actually, I honestly, you'll read these, and I don't think anyone would say no to this. Okay. Keep an open soul. You'll need to in order to sell it. That was terrible. We'll cut it out. (laughs) Okay, number one. Keep that in. (laughs) One should strive to act with compassion and empathy towards all creatures in accordance with reason. I like that that is a... that caveat with reason. Well, with okay, because that yeah. that reminds me. Like, have you seen that? It's a viral video going around where like these two white people are like trying to quote unquote rescue this dog from this homeless man. Oh yeah, and it's like that, yeah. that homeless man was like, like how is that not how is that like not like that's not reasonable, right? No. Like that man was clearly taking care of this dog, right? Yeah, it's like and this is probably one of his only companions. Like fuck you, right. yeah. But so within reason, white yeah. folk. Right. Also fun for people to always rescue animals and not the human being. But cool. right, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we could do both. We yeah. could do both. Yeah. Okay. Number two, the struggle for justice is real. No, I'm kidding. It says the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. Okay, that one's interesting. You know, it's that whole thing. Is it wrong to steal to feed your child right or is right. it wrong to like say hey uh, boss uh i want to regulate my period my insurance should cover that right right to me the way i interpret that personally is like morality is not this black and white thing and it's not like a lot of it is constructed by what society says it is it totally is right yeah what's right versus what's lawful which are very different exactly Mm -hmm. that's how i take that. you know segregation was legal 50 years Mm -hmm. ago okay number three the freedoms of others should be respected including the freedom to offend to willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego your own okay so (laughs) stop trying to hate yeah, like, you know. Right. Again, these others don't have your religious laws right. encroach on my rights to gain access to control my body. Yeah. Right. Uh, next one: beliefs should conform to our best scientific understanding of the world. We should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit our beliefs. I mean, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, pe- next one: people are fallible. If we make a mistake, we should do our best to rectify it and resolve any harm that may be may have been caused so no cancel culture right Ooh, forgive people that's right. really people make mistakes and you should forgive them i i'm hereby stating that i'm against cancel culture sorry other leftists. sure but wow. i will have to say and there's there's uh figurative flames this fucking day yeah she's Jonathan gonna lives for cancel. in order to be no not i don't okay. live for okay. cancel culture but in order but i am i'm definitely anti-forgiveness like in terms of Enti- society in uh, people sometimes feel entitled to forgiveness oh, which yeah, no, no, i don't no. i don't like I, because I feel like if you you need to like again it, very yeah. very catholic here you need to show your contrition right well, like so like show my, that you're sorry fall yeah, on that sword absolutely yeah. like my sister lillian like she has never said sorry or anything like she's like changed her mind about being like anti-gay all this type of stuff like the horrible things she used to text me when i came out um she's never apologized but what she does do is like sometimes 
tries to send me a cutesy message with an emoji and then like on Christmas gives me a bottle of wine with like a Christmas ornament and I guess this is her like people have been saying in the family oh it's her peace offering I'm like the no 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 mm. I need an apology yeah. yeah and I need to know why she thinks she's sorry I don't need a fucking bottle of wine that she got at CVS for four dollars and put a fucking Christmas ornament on it it's like yeah. also from CVS four dollars yeah, right. yeah it's like oh also addressed to uh, Jonathan and my boyfriend so it's like not even directly to me right yeah. we didn't even get separate gifts I, it's I think just like the, maybe not the best example but one that does come to mind is Sarah Silverman who used to make gay jokes and she has since she's said that she no longer does right and she literally has to explain that because it gets brought up so much yeah she literally has to explain that she made racist jokes she made gay jokes but she doesn't do that anymore and you, the thing about forgiveness is you always have to forgive you never stop forgiving right. so you yeah. have to always for and you have to you you have to stop and say man i really did hurt these people i'm always gonna have to forgive for this and you have to be okay with that and right. i think again maybe not the best example because i'm pretty no, sure it she's, is a good example yeah. I, but i think that's a good one because she has said that she is sorry why she doesn't want to do that and where she was coming from because i've heard her in many interviews say um look i used to be very defensive about like oh people don't want me to say that's gay or they don't want me to say the n-word and stuff like that like that's weird um we shouldn't be censored and then she said in an interview she said but then i realized oh i'm like those people from the, like the 50s and 60s who justified their racist behavior because that was their time that they're from right and she's like oh my god i don't want it to be like the 2040s and me look back and go like why was i like defending this right. she's like no i should have just I'm going to change. I'm going to just move right. on. So and her stand-up has gotten like so much more well-rounded and so much yeah. more. It's not based in that character anymore. It's like her talking. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I think we can all agree on that one. We should. Um, okay. And then this is the final one. Every tenet is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility and action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. There you go. Wow. Also, I have this certificate. <gasps> okay. I am living for certificate of membership. I, lo I love that when you join the Satanic Temple, you get all these goodies. Well, you got it. It is twenty five dollars, but twenty five dollars yes. well oh my God. spent. Yeah. Do Guys, you have now? Really quick. Do you have a coupon code? <laughs> no, unfortunately. Wait, wait, wait. We have to stop. One of the founders' names is Lucien Greaves. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. It's I think a that's, witch's I think name. that's actually his name too. Like he was born he was to born be a Satanist. And the other one is <laughs> Malcolm Jerry. Yeah, yeah. We can forget about him. He, we don't talk about. It's him. okay, Malcolm. Lu Lucian, uh, Lucian Greaves is often like the face of it too. Like whenever yeah. a Satanist is interviewed, like on Fox News okay. or something, it's usually him. He's very recognizable. He's like this very like white hair, and he uh, has something. He has like a something with his eye. I, I don't know, like a. Uh, disability or something because oh, I believe it's it. like all white. I don't know if it's a cataract <gasps> or something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And that's because he gave it to Satan, right? Right. Yes. that's <laughs> what he had. To but do. Um, that's where he kept his soul. Yeah, so, I gotta yeah. say, uh, this is printed on much better paper than my degree from. <laughs> from it's a, a high quality cardstock. Right. Yeah. It's much. It's better printed than the the degree that I got from a Cal State. That's um, so funny. That cost me uh, about uh, you know. 10,000 times more money. Yeah. yeah. So Satanic Temple, in, in terms of branding, I mean, A+. plus. Right. Yeah. Oh, and then there's options. You the, you get to, like, choose different ones, too. I, I got this one with these, like, two little, like, skeletal Baphomets because I thought they were yeah. cute. Yeah. I was like, ooh. So you can pick cute. your design as well. And I and I chose this one because I thought it was kind of gay. 
It yeah. It is very. Yeah. It's pretty gay. The, it's I'm pointing gold. at the card. Yeah, yeah. The the he's he's holding up his flashy gold membership. Card. It looks like a credit card. It looks like a, a very exclusive Cha-ching. credit yeah, card. Yeah, it really yeah. does. It looks like the black card. <laughs> yeah, like something you could only get at a Swiss bank or like somewhere in Monaco or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I I looked into the Satanic Temple and I was like hey, these people are actually doing work. Like, it's not just, like, they're not just trolling Christians and things like that, too. They're fighting for the rights of people for their uh, reproductive rights. Um, There uh, was a woman who, um, because she's a Satanist, uh, was like, you know, my insurance needs to cover my birth control. Like, because a lot of places, like Hobby Lobby is, like, famous for no longer carrying birth control. Mm -hmm. Um, because that's against God. However, they do cover Viagra, which that seems right. like against God. That's to me. crazy. Yeah. It's like God yeah. said, your dick is broken. It's broken. Yeah. Guess what? It's broken. You don't get to. Yeah. But they're yeah. all about you know like, you know, procreating and things like yeah. that. It's like well, fuck you. Family values. Now, um, some questions about. <laughs> The lifestyle. The lifestyle. Number one, <laughs> do you all have to wear black? No. These are the common misconceptions. I'm just, you know. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, no. Okay. No. Um, actually, I wear, I used to wear a lot of black because I mm-hmm. was like kind of a creepy kid in high school. Yeah. Um, but I don't wear, I honestly don't wear as much black as I used to. I wear a lot of white now. Um, very life on the edge because I eat a lot of <laughs> saucy foods as well. It's very Afro-Cuban. Uh-huh. Yeah. To me, honestly, actually, it is more terrifying if you see a bunch of people in all white. Yeah, right. It looks like, that looks demonic. Although, more than it, it looks I, like a cult, you know? Uh-huh. Right. However, um, like, because a lot of these folks are like goths. Uh, yeah, right. we, yeah, we wear black, but. Like, I was saying, I, at first I thought, like, Satanism was just something for goths over 30 to do. But now and, and I you're see, not wrong. You can, <laughs> the see, Satanic Temple for I'm goths only, over 30. I'm only 29, but you're not wrong. They do need something to do. Um, but it is funny, the, like, aesthetic. There's this shop in Burbank that is called, like, the Curiosity Oddities something. And it's, like, uh half of it is like um, kind of steampunk oddities and then half of it is like satanic goth so stuff. Super really? cool. So it's where you can buy your like coffin purse. <laughs> oh, yeah. and Katie, why don't you have a coffin purse? You would love it. I'm going to get a coffin coffee table. But, um, Perfect. But they have that. They we'll have, bury you inside it. Yes. For, that's actually just where I'm going to sleep. But okay, um, cool. they have throw pillows that I did want to get. One said haunt your own house and I thought that was fun. <laughs> that's hilarious. It's a lot right of there. like um, Ouija board, um, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, backpack and stuff like that I so it's like it's like um, goth warehouse I guess I it's very Disney goth sort yes, of thing yes exactly your aesthetic needs to you need to black it up a bit you need yeah to it is the, these walls are peach yes true yes. Just, uh, a few, just a few hidden black gems like oh that's fine although you do, yeah. although yeah. you do straight up have this is some like Disney goth bullshit like very <laughs> much you. very much like ooh Alice in Wonderland I'm like spooky ookie yes. so it's my tea <laughs> set and it's pink and in like purple the opalescent letters um, in uh the teapot says uh, poison, the creamer and sugar say arsenic cyanide, and then in the bottom of the teacups it says you've been poisoned. And, and as, I love it. And as a Mexican, I can read this perfectly because it's in Old English. Old English, yeah. <laughs> I, I said once that like... As a cholo. Yes, as I said once that cholos like could easily get into metal because of how yeah. much Old English there is. <laughs> that's true. And they'll like... And the the thing is like, that's not untrue. If you if you know like yeah. a lot of yes. cholos. Weirdly enough, they a lot are of them into it. really into oldies, but also like Marilyn Manson and other yeah. like even Cholo like goth. even like darker metal yes. stuff. That yeah. is absolutely it's it's true. a weird faction of right. like Cholo. So actually you're actually maybe going back that's it's yep. cultural for you. Yep, there you go. Cultural. So you don't okay, so you don't have to wear black all the time. You don't. There's no blood-based rituals. No. 
And uh, specifically with the Satanic Temple, there's not any, there's no rituals at all. Like, okay. um, you know, sometimes people will, like, be a little, like, ooh, spooky, and, like, do, like, some, like, cheesy stuff. <laughs> Basically, like, whatever a, like, a hipster bitch at Coachella was doing. Like, some right. crystals, some incense. Something. Right, but even that, most, most of the folks are even more, like, it's purely for the aesthetic. Like, they will have, like... Like, even I have, like, some, like, satanic stuff. And it is purely for the aesthetic. Is it I just fun? Don't. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. I mean, like I said, I grew up, like, this kind of, like, creepy kid. I listened to hardcore and, like, yeah. goth stuff in high school. And I never stopped, really. And so... And to be honest, actually, Catholicism and this same thing. Right. I mean, you guys, like, Catholics like, keep, like, a fucking saint's bone finger wrapped no, up yeah. in a creepy no little fucking, thing. Like, we have churches made of skulls. Relic. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, like, straight up, like, one of the things about Catholicism that I still do like is that it's spooky. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And like, I've been to church since for like, you know, weddings and like baptisms and stuff. And honestly, like, I remember everything. Yeah. I remember the prayers. I remember when we we're supposed to kneel and everything. I don't do it. But like, the fact that it's so ritualistic, it, like I, I see why I was able to like fall into it because it was so is you know is very ritual. Like I think that that's actually the biggest draw of all religion is ritual and ceremony. Right. And as humans, we need it anyways. Whether we're right, like, you know, it like, it really gives you structure to your life. <laughs> but and that's why I like I'm advocating that the Catholic Church go back to Latin because it's yeah. scary. <laughs> <laughs> It is so true. Like when you walk in, like in the Paris catacombs, they have like they have a skull and crossbones at the top, and it says in Latin, like "Ye shall walk through the halls of death" or something. Yeah, and you're but just, just like just imagine, just imagine going to church, just like you know, Saint Francis of Rome is a. It was built in the seventies. It's a really funky looking building, like very much of the time. But like, there's a priest in a giant hat, not facing you, screaming in Latin. Yeah. How scary would that be? Yeah. And how much do I want that to See, still to happen? Me, I would go back. That's witchcraft. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It is. Well, and that's that's one thing is like drinking like symbolic blood and so, drinking symbolic flesh. Yeah. Like so I I've no, it, when you're Truly. Catholic, it is. Right. right. They they transmogrify it into actual flesh and actual blood. And the real sin of Catholicism cuz when I would go to Misa, I would be like sitting there with my mom and I would be like I cannot believe how beautiful everything is and ornate and all the flowing robes, but how yet boring they've managed to make all this. <laughs> I was like, we're like eating a God's flesh and drinking a God's blood and you've still made it boring <laughs> in English or in Spanish or in Tagalog. It's yeah. boring. That's the problem with mass. They're Catholic like, mass. the thing is like Catholic church, like they've had a couple, they've, there was Vatican one and Vatican two. Finally, I think all of the churches have finally. Like, I didn't watch Vatican, Vatican. two. <laughs> it was, it's the worst sequel. But Vatican two is the one where they they tore down the gates to let like women actually be able to go up to like yeah. except for like 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 before this only only men could go up to the altar. The only time that women could is if they were getting married. So um. in some Catholic churches, they still have those gates because they're made out of gold or like platinum or like all these other things. Wow. But basically everything else has been ripped out. So they, they try to make it more fun, more more interesting for folks. They've included more like upbeat music and stuff. Yeah. I remember this being a teen going to church, but it's still very boring. Yeah. yeah. So imagine, I just, I would love it just to be kind of spooky. Yeah. It's just like, you know, dim those lights, just candlelight, folks. Yeah. Just uh, speaking Latin to me. It's more romantic. Also, like, I feel like if, 
Jonathan, if you and I were trying to like summon the devil, because we're like kind of valley girl, you know, we'd just be like, oh, yay, Lord, do please take my body. Like, it's like not. Do please take do like, please my take. body. It didn't work. Oh, do you push. think it didn't work because we use like too much? Yeah. Like, it just threw out the rhythm. Literally. Just, we messed just, up the spell. Just so. You know what yeah. really like threw yeah. me off? You do it in the middle of the Americana. Right. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> at, at, at the at, grove with a pentagram. Yeah. <laughs> at the fountain. Uh, a candle like, from anthropology. You know, you know. A Ouija board from fucking Urban Outfit. <laughs> that which honestly i would not be surprised if like an urban outfit uh, ouija board was actually made from like a real coffin oh, wood like oh yeah for yeah. sure from the devil yeah. yeah it costs you that fucking much money like you yeah. probably really urban outfit is a part of fast fashion right like right whole, and like, it's also also yeah. the the owner is like super homophobic so really yeah every owner of like big companies are like they're really well they're because they're really conservative is that yeah. why their clothes look like sometimes culty like they yeah. look like prairie yes. women they're trying to oh, make us go back 100 percent. okay that makes sense but yeah like blood ritual no but i have done other things that are considered satanic mm-hmm. technically like i've played pokemon i play why is I, that considered I, satanic because it's like an avatar or like i have no idea some some Christian denominations, Catholic Church not, but some Christian denominations do really think that Pokemon is like satanic. Because they're like demon even, creatures. Uh, and yeah. um, okay. even uh, like very fundamentalist, like Muslim countries also believe it to be like conjuring know, a demon. Yeah, conjuring a demon. Right. Um, I play Dungeons and Dragons regularly. So that's mm-hmm. pretty satanic. I yeah. listen to like, and have listened to like heavy metal music. Uh-huh. Right. Um, I was Catholic. That's kind of satanic yeah. to some folks. <laughs> is there anything more basic than thinking something's a demon? I know. Because it, it, is, it is very, like, ancient human. Like, remember, like, they had stories in Africa from, like, old times where it's, like, a child was born with albinism and then they would think it was a demon. Or, like, some, like, lady in Europe would go pick herbs at midnight and then they would yeah. think she was a demon. It's Which, like yeah. When really she was just, like, she went to go pee and then she's like, oh, this is ready. Let me She was probably that. making a soup and she was like, oh, I need onion. And yeah. then she went out and got it and they're like, she's a demon. Which, yeah. She's I was like, witch. it's so basic <laughs> yeah. to think someone's a demon. Now, she's got that third titty to feed the, yes. feed yeah. the devil. I'm, Imagine I'm, if they knew you had a third ball, like guys who had their balls. Oh. That's, God, that's men have had so term. much... Yeah, <laughs> men have had so much privilege because you could just cover up that weird thing. Yeah, you thing. can't hide a third tip. <laughs> you can't. It's really hard to hide a third tip. It's just in the middle. It's just, <laughs> just right it's in, just the in the middle. What if you had four tits, but they were like all the, the two others? Under, my armpits. Under, under your armpits? <laughs> but they had nipples. It wasn't just fat. Yeah. Also, possession is such a funny thing. Like, I guess it's the same thing, right? a demon being in you or that you are born a demon. What's right. Again, another, another Catholic church thing where they're very much like, okay, we don't do this anymore. And they don't. They th- like you have to actually go to the Vatican and like bring the evidence to the Pope. Oh, they don't do exorcisms. They, it is so rare, very rare, Catholic Church to wow. do exorcisms because they used to do them left and right. Right. So when you hear about exorcisms, these are these like weird like these are the people with like the snakes and stuff like throwing them around. I but I've heard you. I've heard of people being like, and I had to get somebody to come do an exorcism but i guess those are like small so, i guess that's someone's side hustle well all yeah, yeah. mexicans will do this a lot they'll get like and by someone i meant yeah, mexican with yeah. a or like a bowl of water right right yeah. so they get a witch to do like it's a weird it's, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's again it's a it's an old like india thing to do but yeah. um and it does work <laughs> it does <laughs> but you're still gay <laughs> You're I know, you still got that. but I don't have a demon in me anymore. That's true. <laughs> um, I no, on yeah, exactly. I um, I what about? Okay, explain this. Okay, mm-hmm. stigmata. What's going on there? 
Um, okay, so from what I understand, a lot of stigmata yeah. has been self-inflicted. So what you're saying is just stigmata is uh, Latin for drama queen. But why does it keep? Uh, why is it open and like? Because these bleeding. people keep bugging their wounds. Oh god! But then it goes all the way through their hands. <gasps> Some people stab their hands. I'm I'm self mutilation. Have they died thing. of infection? I'm I maybe some folks, but here's the thing. I don't have answers for that because I haven't really looked too much into it. No, I mean, I read about a... the Catholic Church. They will only approve very few cases of stigmata. Oh, yeah. They, pla- they basically don't. Right. I think the last person was like in the 50s. Yeah. And this was like this. They're a saint now. Um, Can you imagine? That's such a like Freaky Friday movie. You're like, I fucking woke up with stigmata again. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, would, I would call you and I'd be like, Jonathan, what the fuck? This keeps happening to me. And I'd, I'd be like, I can't do my makeup. I'm all bloody. <laughs> <laughs> you keep trying to put on this eyeliner. You're like, fuck. My fucking stigmata in the way again. No, but then, then you go to a goth club. Queen of the they, Goth Yeah, perfect. exactly. You don't, you never need to. I go on a, Dragula. <laughs> you <laughs> never oh need my to, God, ew. <laughs> you never need to buy another dark red again. You just, yeah, you're just like, it's just yeah. like blood of my enemies. Now, but here's the thing. If you got stigmata, let's talk about this. If you okay. got stigmata, for yeah. real, I would still be friends with you. Okay. But <laughs> I, if I, I got would, stigmata, if I got stigmata and I came to your door and I was like, I don't even know how. I would shut it. If you would shut it in my face. <laughs> you would even because, call the hospital or something? No, no, no. Because it <laughs> would be like right over here. Drama wise, it would be literally the last straw. <laughs> it would, you would just I go, mean, we Jonathan, are. You are literally <laughs> very dramatic. It is. Am I dramatic? So girl. Two yes. weeks ago, I wake up to a monologue. Jonathan doesn't text; he monologues. It's like a minimum three. Paragraphs. I'm a homosexual. <laughs> so I wake up, and it's like Twitter is like the worst thing ever, and I hate it. And I'm just done, and I don't care if it's gonna help my career or not. I'm like, I'm fucking done. I hate everybody, and like, I'm fucking done. Blah blah blah. I think I'm gonna t- delete my Twitter. Literally, this is, and I wake and up. I do. I Jonathan, de- I deactivated then, it. And then he writes like, so he writes this thing. Two hours later, I fucking deleted it. Great, cool. And then literally yesterday, you texted me. By the way, I'm back on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, a week you, later. Don't don't take it because I actually have you like I get notifications for your posts because I think they're very hilarious. Oh, thank you so much. Uh-huh. No, I I I'm, I'm his reply guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know what I don't reply like. Reply gay. He d- uh-huh. invented that. I. You know what I don't like about Twitter is just how people you don't follow anymore is all in your feed. That's why I deactivated it for a while. Oh, okay. Because it like pops up. I can't stand that. I, I I liked it when people who we followed. God, was in our this feed. Old queen, okay. isn't that basic? She's it's like so fucking. I mean, I'm following I'm just, a lot of people. I'm I, following 1,300 people. Like that's enough. So just trim your trim your list. Yeah, just trim it down. You can mute or like, create the list where you people. only. I'm you constantly want. muting people. Why is Twitter mostly me muting people who I don't even follow? Well, here's the yeah. thing. I started blocking um, ads, like companies that have ads. So now I get the weirdest ads. Like, like it's only what came through. Like yeah, the like filters. so like I get like because like I'm a vegan. So I get like weird like meat stuff or like fishing equipment. And I'm like, what the fuck's going How did this work? I if like I'm like block, 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 block. They couldn't because they yeah. can't figure out who you are. So they're like, is he a like doodly dude? Like they're like meat? No. Fishing? No. I don't There's know. like, oh no, he's a homosexual Satanist. They, right. need, they have not figured that they out. They haven't figured that one out. <laughs> no. But we should create a brand for them. Oh yeah. 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 Honestly, that's your, you could do that. You create I the could. aesthetic. It would be my side hustle. Thank you, Satan, for bringing me a new business idea. Mm-hmm. I like Thank it. Thank you, Satan. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So, I think one thing we haven't even talked about is like 
the Satan specific, like who is Satan? Like what is she about? Like is she a person? Does is she a person? What does she do? Is she a brand? So when it comes to Satanism, there are two types of Satanists. There are theistic Satanists and there's atheistic Satanists. I and the Church of Satan are atheistic Satanists. So the Satanic Temple and the Church of Satan are atheistic. They don't believe in a literal Satan. They just use him as a symbol. Um, The Church of Satan use him a little bit more as a, like a very like very catholic way like of using yes, yeah. yeah right whereas the satanic temple it really is aesthetic like it they use satan because it is it is for trolling like yeah. in some ways they are still trolling and they're artists Christ- yeah christians yeah but and you know it's kind of cool like I, I this isn't the only baphomet shirt i have the other one is like you know, <laughs> the other one is white and it's like you know it's very it's very coachella like girl sort of like it's got flowers it's very it's very very cute that's very funny but um so I don't believe Satan's a real person or ever was, but theistic Satanists, there are apparently people who are theistic Satanists. There's no like organized, like satanic church that actually believes in Satan. There have been individuals, mostly murderers, um, uh, who said that they, you know, they murdered someone or they raped someone because of Satan. Um, Richard Ramirez. Right. But, um, that that's very few and far between right and that really did get tied really tied up in the like satanic panic of the 80s yeah um, yeah uh you know the whole like mcmartin case and things like that so that seemed to contribute to the major lack of understanding and misconceptions by uh, most americans about what satanists are and what it is right and the thing is i think both the church of satan and the satanic temple kind of revel in that because um it does get people to pay attention to um, the things that, at least what the Satanic Temple is fighting for, you know, bodily autonomy, you know, the separation of church and state and things like that. By using this kind of leftover, like, um, you know, stigma of, you know, stigmata. Satan, yeah, <laughs> no, stig- <laughs> this stigmata, this leftover stigma of Satanism, you can kind of like freak people out. Right. Um, and I, no press is bad press. Right. I, I mean, I had a coworker. Uh, when I was working at this uh, cafe in uh, Fullerton, um, I, I uh, you know, she she's like a very like Christian girl, mm-hmm. uh, very lovely. Um, you know, when they fired me unjustly, she's like, "You're in my prayers," and I was like, "Well, thank you." <laughs> You're like, <laughs> but, "Are you sure?" <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I truly did thank her. Like, I, I thought that was nice. You know, that's the most that she could do. She did kind of get me fired, but that's never here today. But you know, I told her that like. I was a Satanist, but she's like one of these Christians that like, you know, went on like missions and stuff like that. And she was like, oh. and I was like, I, I don't actually like believe in Satan though. It's, it's all symbolic. Like it's not real. And she's like, I'm sorry. I'm just like kind of freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, so I like, I kind of love that. Like there's this like leftover sort of like fear of Satan. It's like, like my mom doesn't know that I'm a Satanist or anything. She'll probably find out now. She hasn't seen the shirt. N- no, I like, I'm, I've I've worn a few things around her. I've worn like some like I've worn like a tarot card shirt around her, the, like the death tarot card, just because oh, yeah. I think it's kind of cute. But um, and then I've worn like I've worn that like white satanic one, but not, never this because this would be that'd be it'd be a little bit too much. I think she yeah. it's a little too on the nose. Yeah. You know what's crazy though about like people who have like satanic panic, especially religious people. It it, it does go back to people who have are theistic satanists who have murdered in the name of Satan and stuff. But how is that different from people who murdered in the, in the name, name of God and the name right, of God, yeah. all the millions Completely. of people who died at the hands of the Christian church and the Catholic church. Yeah. 
but Islam, for God, Buddhism. Islam, yeah, or in like, general, like, and to me, in my thing, it's like a lot of those cases, satanic or whatever your deity inspired murder was, like, if we're talking about like modern day, like jailed murder, like, it's like meant a mental illness. It's like mental it's illness. schizophrenic. Well, and like, then some of them you know, were yeah. faking it, like the son, right, of, like sure. the son yeah. of Sam said that. Uh, his dog was uh, possessed by Satan. His dog told him to kill all those people, all those women in yeah. New York in the 70s. Right. But then, like, he said, no, I made that up. Right. So, uh, you know, he just used that as maybe a way to maybe get out of it. Right. So I think, I I honestly don't believe that there is anyone, like, theistically satanic. There's also, like... They, they use it as an right. excuse. There, yeah. there are yeah. other things that are, like, more close to close to that like uh there are people who like really do believe in like santa muerte and stuff like that yeah which is considered satanic right uh, by the catholic church um but it's so weird because so many people who are like into the like curanderismo with botanicas and believe in like um like uh like santa muerte and stuff like that they mix catholicism with oh, yeah. that type of religion right. right you go into any botanica in any latino neighborhood and it's like you ask them are they catholic yes but they're also like right they they view her as a saint there, there actually is a um I, I used him as a source there's one guy who like is basically the the source of for all things santa muerte online his name is um um brujo negro uh-huh. um i know weird <laughs> great but he like he actually worships Santa Muerte as a goddess, but yeah. there and so there are people, but he's like he's like it's the indigenous thing. It's like yes. it's the thing that we like. She's an ancient god, right? And I'm like, okay, there, there's not a lot of evidence. I've, I've there, I did a whole video about it, um, but you're right. There are a lot of people who mix uh, Catholicism with it. It's the same with Santeria and Condomble and Voodoo, actually. Yes, yeah, yeah. and and Hoodoo as well is like I, I remember watching a documentary about Voodoo and Hoodoo and. Uh, one of these voodoo priestess was saying that like Catholics make the best voodooists because we have all like they already know everyone they already know because they use the saints as symbols of like these ancient uh, African gods and Candomblé, Hoodoo, Voodoo, uh, Santeria, and possibly even Santa Muerte are all kind of tied back to um, ancient like Yoruban and Igbo uh, like animism and gods like uh, from africa mm-hmm. yeah all of this sort of thing is like so, um, every 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 culture is, was pagan <clears throat> right yeah. like the, every culture like, you know the muslims are satanic the buddhists yeah. the hindus the, yeah but that's my favorite part of latino culture is it's african and indigenous roots. right like, very I love very that. tied to yeah. I, I i've got a couple of things in the works about like um uh starting next month for black history month whenever this comes out for february um one of the things i'm going to be talking about is like the um like the roots of the song la bamba they actually go back to west africa wow mm-hmm. wow so and like um most mexican dances do come back or go all the way back to africa <clears throat> wow so i'm going to be looking into that a little bit more yeah that's very cool i went to the there's a local santa muerte oh yeah very close to here store there's there's or a, a church there's, there's a couple of them around here and uh i went you know sunday afternoon what are you gonna do is it the one on melrose yeah, I think yeah, so. Why did one, you say yeah. that with an accent, girl? Yeah. Melrose? Did I say that? <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> I, she's, she's, she's in it. She's deep in it right now. I, I, have, I didn't even mean to say it with an accent. <laughs> okay. But honestly, it's because I'm not in full control it's of my a, speech. Because of the demon. Because yeah. of the demon. She makes fun of the way I say warm. 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 <laughs> warm. I've okay. always said it that way. It's you know what? You know what? Way. I'm not here to make fun of anyone's accent. It's okay. That was a little weird. It's it. But I went in. 
Um, you know, just to check there, it. Everyone was like, who's this wedding? No, but I walked in and I was like, honey, she's here. <laughs> you wanted to meet me? Uh, <laughs> You're like, the white devil has arrived. <laughs> Truly, Diablo Blanca, hey. Um, but no, I went in and it's funny because it's like half store, half um, chapel. Yeah. And uh, in the chapel, if you guys haven't gone, there's like a bunch of pews. And then what's funny to me being, you know, from Orange County and Disney Girl, like, um, so they have like seven mannequin skeletons set up. And then it's her and it's her in like just a bunch of different like drag outfits basically, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. And it's kind of funny because to me, honestly, it looks like Pirates of the Caribbean, yes. which is why it kind of made me laugh because there's a lot of gold. And then also like, again, no offense, like I don't know where she's shopping these days. Definitely the fabric store downtown or the fabric district because it's like the chintziest, <laughs> like gayest fabric. You know it's what? Like, but it, she, she's I love Santiali fabric. Yeah, it's no, like sequins. It's like or it's like chintzy kind of club wear, and she has basically seven different outfits, and then they're there, and you can like drop some money for her. Queen. Oh my god. Yeah. No, the the thing is, she um she is very much revered by, uh you know, the LGBT community in uh, not just in like the United States and Mexico, but also. Um, around the world uh, and in uh, the Philippines. Um, she has like a, a small following uh, of bakla and gay men over in the Philippines. Oh, interesting. Um, wow. But the Philippines used to be part of Mexico. Right. So that's where she may have been. Wait, were they part of Mexico or they New Spain? Of, they, were, they were part of Mexico when it was New Spain. Oh, when it was governed like, by the, Spain. The capital of the Philippines at some point was the FA. Wow. <laughs> so, there, so there is a lot of like Catholic... Mexican Catholic stuff in the Philippines as well. But That's why Igorok, like, because it's half Filipino, half Mexican, like, the the high school, when you go there, it's, like, mostly brown kids who are either Filipino like, or Mexican. I've, I've always... It's I've, so similar, the like, cultures, Like, you know? I've advocated that, like, if, if a Filipino person wants to consider themselves uh, Latinx, I'm totally fine with it. Yeah. Because they, like, honestly, if you talk about the history of Mexico and the history of the Philippines, extremely Very similar. similar. Well... I didn't know the LGBT community loves Santa Muerte. Oh, they, I didn't know and that. You guys have either. a lot in common. You know, the car- cartels love her the most. Right. No, but I, that's funny. I you guys did a whole. Do I did a whole video about it. Why don't you go check? Guys, that go one check out? it out. Dennis mm-hmm. Ricardo on YouTube. Yeah, just yeah. look up Dennis Ricardo Santa Muerte. Yeah, You'll find it. Do the thing. He has very entertaining videos. I do talking my best. To the camera, colorful background. Is that your apartment? That is my apartment. That's cute. Mm-hmm. And there's, but no satanic imagery in the back. Um. It's on my bookshelf, which is just outside of the frame of the camera. Yeah. I, I honestly feel I like the color scheme of your apartment was a little bit more closer to this. Uh, No, it's white. But I, I did use a green screen for a couple oh, of Oh, I the... mean, not the color of the wall, but meaning like this stuff in the background. Oh, like yeah. color. No. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So it's not all black. what we've learned today, I think, is that um, if you want to follow Satan, you can wear any color of the rainbow. You can. But what are some of the stuff that the good things that the the temple of Satan, satanic, temple. Sorry, sorry, the satanic, satanic temple, um, does in the community, because that's something that we saw on social media. Right. So yeah. like beyond just the advocating for, you know, bodily autonomy and things like that, they, um, recently adopted a highway and that was, uh, I don't Satan's rem- highway. I don't remember where it <laughs> it's was. called the highway to hell. <laughs> I don't remember where that was. Though, but it goes, this, but it goes through Eagle Rock. It goes to hotel California. Yeah. <laughs> But you know when like some group adopts a highway, right. yeah. there's a sign. Yeah. That sign has been vandalized several times. So Ooh. it's actually costing taxpayer money for them to keep doing that. Mm. But this is again kind of another way for the Satanic Temple to say like, this is why there needs to be a separation of church and state. This is costing the taxpayer money to replace this sign. So it right. is just, but you know, they adopted a highway to clean it up. That's great. Like yeah. you mentioned, they were cleaning up um, Elysian Park. Elysian Park. 
there's a lot of things that the Satanic Temple, they, they have a mixer over in uh, Orange County. Haven't been yet because uh, it's very far away and uh, the buses in Orange County are worse than in LA. <laughs> so oh, yeah, They're true that. hell. They are true Thank hell. You. So um, it's hard to get around. So one of these days, I will go to their little coffee mixer. The mixer. <laughs> you want to go to a Satanic <laughs> have, mixer? Have you perceived in the, sat- in the uh, Satanic Temple community any weird prejudices that are contradictions like you will see in other religions uh no because the folks truly are not religious they like like they'll have the imagery they'll have the aesthetic they'll Mm -hmm. even have like some of the things like you know horoscopes and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. it's all it really is purely for the aesthetic kind of like you know ooky spooky freak people out yeah especially in orange county like you know let's like half of these mixers are like away like just like a block away from disneyland and stuff like that yeah and there's Uh, bat days at disneyland which is goth day (gasps) don't know what i'm sorry was i not supposed to say that no no i'm just (laughs) super against disney (laughs) it is but they do yeah yeah they i like Disneyland is like the largest polluter in Orange County. Mm, Wow. Yeah. Um, Orange County has a lot of these like air quality testers like around the county. Uh. Suspiciously not in Anaheim or Garden Grove. Wow. And it's because of the fireworks show every night. They, they, I don't remember the exact numbers, but they pollute so much. It's like the equivalent of like Los Angeles. Oh, wow. Oh my God. Well, the Satanic Temple needs to get on that. Yeah, yeah. the Satanic Can Temple needs to yeah. <laughs> just, you know, big old nets in the air. Just yeah. Like clean up. But um, yeah, the, the, no real contradictions because there's nothing to contradict other than like believing in God. Just get together. Right. Yeah. Or even it. believing in Satan. Yeah. So it seems like the Satanic Temple, as we said before, just challenges a lot of the things in our life that um, upholds, you know, our our culture's perceived morality and ethics and, and government and all that stuff that's ruled by, like, mainstream things. Right. I yeah. mean, like, the as much as we would like to believe that we are a country that has a separation of church and state, we really don't. Right. And mm-hmm. when it gets down to the local levels, like, w- over here in, you know, crazy holly weird we're like we don't see that like even in orange county i don't really see that um but in you know smaller communities uh like even in california like the local church whatever the biggest one is they will usually have a lot of political power Mm. and that does govern the way that certain things go like when it comes to like you know Christmas displays or who's allowed to have like what on their lawn or mm. like, right. you know, or even like prejudice against, um, you know, people like building non-Christian churches in the area, like mosques or things like that. Um, so the, the Satanic Temple is more about pointing out those differences and they are recognized by the United States government, by the IRS as a religion now. Like they are like exempt from taxes and stuff. And, um, this uh, this is very important to show that they're not the first satanic uh, group to have that. I believe the Church of Satan actually technically holds that. But the fact that they are now considered by law, you know, tax exempt is yet another thing that they should show is like, or that they, they used to show the hypocrisy of like the quote unquote separation of church and state. Yeah. Because we really don't. And compared to, um, you know, other Western parts of the world, the United States is still extremely conservative yeah. ext- when it comes to morals. Mm. Like in France, where the Catholic Church dominated 
and arguably still does, and in Italy, mm-hmm. they're so much more open about, you know, sexuality, yes. about, you know, they're just not quite as, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Dictatorial the, or something? Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, I do, I gotta say, the one the one. Like your cool dick f- was out entire time when you were in Europe. In, yeah. in, in my, honestly, in Madrid, there was... Um, <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> That's how they say it. In Madrid. In Madrid. I said it with the D at the end. In Madrid. Um, there were so many gay sex clubs. Where here, there's less... There, it's like far... It's like there's less gay sex clubs. In Madrid, it was like sex club, sex club, But that's because all Europeans club. are gay. Yes, but, all, but they were all Catholic, <laughs> though. No, that's like, like, yeah. Like in Orange well, Catholics count- are the most gay. In Orange County. I know. In Orange County, there's like three gay clubs. Like yeah. there's like a handful of them. Oz and Velvet something is Oz still around? Lounge. I think Velvet Lounge, yeah. there's like there's one Mace. by the there's one by the Yoast that's like underground. Mm. There's something in Laguna Beach, but then you have to go to fucking Laguna Main Street Cabaret or something. But it sounds like an old gay guy place. Yeah, that it, it's, yeah. it's very uh, it, it's very Palm Springs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, which even Palm Springs has like sex clubs, like you know more. Right. So in, in comparison to other parts of the world, like that's why Satanism, like the satanic temple, they have, uh, they have, uh, I forget the word I'm looking for, like a faction or something in mm. Ottawa, but otherwise it's just, it's North America because other parts of the world, like even like they'll say like, Oh yeah, I'm Catholic or whatever, but I don't go to church. So, like something like 3% of people like claim to be religious or like say that they belong to a religion but don't go to church. Whereas like something the opposite over mm-hmm. here. It's like a lot of people still go to church. A lot of and a lot of these people do write our laws. Right. Wow. They're the they're and you know, there are like LGBT friendly and like, you know, woman friendly churches that are perfectly fine. Whatever. Those aren't the ones that like uh, you know, the are satanic problematic temple, to yeah, you. Yeah. The those aren't the ones that the satanic temple really worries about. Because it's more or less like if your beliefs are not hindering, like it, like it said on my card, if your beliefs aren't hindering the the rights of other people, then that's fine. But once you get people saying like you can't have birth control, you can't, uh, you know, there are mandatory wait periods to have an abortion, you can't marry the person that you love because they're the same sex, you can't get you know a surgery or you know medication that will you know help you be fulfill the you know the person that you really are. that's when you get to the point where it's like, okay, well, this needs to stop. And um, I I don't know if it was just like maybe the more growing conservative faction in this country that made me really feel like I, I just wanted to symbolically say it or something. But, you know, after learning more about the Satanic Temple, I was like, all right, uh, and it's free to join. Let's just do it. Yeah. (laughs) Let's let's fucking do it. Like, like, and now here we are. Like, you know, Satanic person wearing a Baphomet shirt and for only twenty five dollars. This yes. could be you guys. Actually, it's free. It's free. Okay. It's free. But you, you bought the I, mug. I and bought the, the mug. Yeah, that, I spent fifty dollars. <laughs> that fifty dollars went somewhere. And the mug yeah. was forged in the fires of hell. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, figurative hell. Um, um, last question. Yeah. So when you do dress this way, like if when you are wearing uh-huh. um, right, your right, gear, right. when you're in full <laughs> demon drag, um, do you like get? comments from people on the street are they like positive are they negative like do you yeah do you attract any attention for that so here's the thing um i always have um if it's like one thing or another it's either the clothing that i'm wearing or like you all can't see me right now but um i have really stretched ears and a really stretched uh septum piercing so i'm always attracting people and you know what i at this point i'm fine with it like 
you know, although if you keep looking, just say something. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. I, you know, I, what I do love though is like, I get a lot of kids to look at me <laughs> and then I, um, I like, will like make a scary face. <laughs> do you really? Cause I, so growing up in Fullerton, I think I've told you before, there was a guy who drove a hearse recreationally. Fun. I think he lived at home with his mom or the something. Vampire? The vampire. And he had his teeth filed as a vampire. And he had really long, like, kind of curly hair. And he would drive around. And sometimes you'd see him, like, in his hearse. And then I remember one time he pulled up. Like, we were at a stop sign and he pulled up. And then he, like, looked at us and he went, like, (laughs) (laughs) and his teeth were, like, filed. As if it didn't have a vampire, but there was a guy who had a Batmobile. That's actually scarier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Definitely a murderer. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, like, I'd be lying if I said that I don't turn heads and I don't know that I do. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's become a lot more symbolic. Like, so I'll wear the... uh, the Baphomet shirt or the satanic shirts and stuff like that, because it's like, Ooh, I want to like, you know, freak people out. But you know, the, um, the stretching of my, my piercings really came like, it was a way for me to like to deal with things psychologically because at one point I was not seeing a therapist or not going to psychiatrist. And so instead of hurting myself, uh, it was like a way to feel like catharsis. And then I slowly started to learn a little bit more about like, uh, the, uh, you know, the jewelry that indigenous people would wear. Mm-hmm. And now to me, it feels like it's like, it's something cultural. It's something like yes. I really want to mm-hmm. hold on to because um, something about uh, a lot of native Americans, a lot of indigenous people just around the world is that the, uh, who we would now consider like queer or LGBT um, were uh, spiritual leaders. They were people who rode the line between the lives of men and women they they always had some sort of like spiritual tie now i don't really right. believe that but i do like the symbolism of it and um a lot of times they would stretch their ears right uh specifically in uh, mesoamerican cultures they would put themselves through pain to um have visions right and um so i kind of think of that as sort of a thing that i did is like i went through this pain to like get through the psychological pain and now it's kind of like a uh you know, something to help tie me back to those, uh, those, uh, you know, my, my ancestors yeah. right, in a way. But so you don't have like little like cathogrammas crossing themselves or oh, like crossing no, I, the street? I fully do. Oh, you do? I, was, <laughs> I, I fully do. Or does and any when, like, or does any white lady just be like, I will pray for you. No, or, like, <laughs> I've had, I've had, uh, I've had like a, uh, target cashier woman <laughs> be like, oh, I can't look at you. Like, it just hurts me. And I'm like, Oh my god! I was like, "Well, it hurts me to look at your like old fucking face, bitch." Oh but god. like, that is you. what a fucking <gasps> wow. asshole! Like, I was like, "Just ring me up for my guardian, bitch." You, like, know, wow. you know what? If you can't look at someone, maybe don't say that and just don't look at yeah, them. Yeah, just don't, just, like, just keep ringing ask me up. I, yeah, yeah, ask me if I want a red card, bitch. Like, yeah. get out of here. And then I've I've had like Catholic grandmas like do the sign of the cross near me or like call me like uh like a cow demon because the because of my oh Oh my god yeah because i look like a bull (laughs) do you ever have actually little kids who are actually excited or like hey it's the dark lord uh, like or the (laughs) sith lord uh, from star wars my nephew uh does not look like a sith i know my nephew will ask me sometimes about like he'll be like why do your ears look like this like of course he's like three or four yeah yeah he's he he asks a lot because he forgets yeah (laughs) but so it'd be like oh well he's you know uncle denden like you know stretch his ears and stretch his nose because he thinks they look cool yeah um so and that's the extent i'm not gonna explain the whole thing yeah one of these days we will and last question where can people follow you on social media okay so um i'm i assume the links will be available but um if you look up my name on um on youtube it's uh, Dennis Ricardo, that's Dennis with one N. 
Um, you should be able to find me. I've made videos about um, social justice topics um, and a couple about like leftist, leftist politics. Um, you can find me on YouTube that way. Just Dennis Ricardo, communist, Dennis Ricardo, Santa Muerte, you'll find it. Um, uh, you can find all my hot takes and me making fun of uh, Kamala Harris supporters on uh, on Twitter at, at Denny Ricardo. It's like Dennis Ricardo, but with no S. Yeah. I'm trying to go for this brand unity thing, but it's not working out. It's like, hard, yeah. There's, yeah, there's, it's hard. One, there's one like indonesian dennis ricardo who is like still tweeting Took it all yeah and i'm like fuck like this guy needs to stop tweeting so i can take his because twitter twitter's gonna get rid of all inactive people pretty soon yeah. but yeah you can just find me online dennis ricardo and like communist one dennis ricardo, yeah. one demon <laughs> dennis ricardo satanist Satan. yeah you'll find it I, i'm pretty sure you will perfect well, well thank, thank you, you so, so much. much honestly thank you so much for having yeah. a yeah. sense thank of humor about it and all that kind of no stuff. thank yeah. you I, I i love to have like cleared the air for like i love it satanist is. yeah th- they, this was one of my favorite episodes because it's such a misconception and you were wonderful yeah oh yeah. thank you thank you I'm all right. so uh, hopefully all the audio worked out great yeah it did now you can hop on a broomstick and fly yeah. Thank you, Dennis. Bye. Living glam, living rough, living with Jonathan and Kate.